0: 13 years in the Denver community, Sexy Pizza is as local as it gets a hand-tossed deck oven pizza with made-from-scratch each dough each morning dough. Choose your own adventure with their wide range of toppings or try one of their signature philanthropies. A portion of every sale from these five specialty pies is donated to a range of different nonprofits right here in Colorado. Looking to have Sexy Pizza support your organization or event? Go to www.sexy.pizza and check out their About page for the donations link to see how Sexy Pizza can support your cause. With a 12-inch, 16-inch, or 18-inch crust, Sexy Pizza is sure to be the right fit. Add on all the fixings with wings, salads, pasta, knots, or dessert options, and don't forget their vegan options or delicious 12-inch gluten-free crust. And you've got yourself a can't-miss hit. Stop by any of their four Denver locations in Capitol Hill, Old South Pearl, Jefferson Park, and Park Hill, with a new location in Trinidad, Colorado, coming soon, or come to uh, the DNVR Broncos tailgate outside of Broncos games and uh,
1: try as much of it as you want. Outstanding, nice, nice. DNVR Draft Podcast. I that I didn't know if the that was over. Um, Andre Simone. <laughs> Jake Schwanitz, Henry Chisholm. I I didn't know what to expect with this podcast before coming in. Now that we can see Henry's picture again and we got to talking a little, I am highly excited about this podcast. Um, you know, we're going to catch you up on the draft and the fluctuating stocks of all these kids in college in a very intriguing Draft class where really anything is still possible. We've seen a lot of um, a lot of changes already, but none bigger than what we saw in the Red River rivalry, an all-time game, just an absolute barn burner. Um, and the big storyline from the draft standpoint is Spencer Rattler gets benched, Caleb Williams comes in, five-star freshman, and did some incredible stuff. Obviously, the Oklahoma running game was huge in the second half as well. Um, but that was just an incredible incredible game, and I'm not sure Rattler's going to win that spot back because Caleb Williams looks like the dude to me. Um, I've kind of been obsessing with who's that next, like, real guy. Um, and I'm not, it's definitely not DJ Ugalele. Adam Bryce Young we'll see he's in the mix but uh wow this Caleb Williams was doing some off platform on a rope kind of stuff um that was just insane and I I just do not see how Rattler gets his job back and that's where I'd start this conversation is if Rattler doesn't play another game of college football a if you were to advise him what would you advise him to do and uh secondly where does he land in the draft
2: Oh, man. Um, I don't know. It's tough to say at this point. I think obviously, first off, you know, look at transferring out um, immediately or not immediately, but just for next season um, could potentially get some type of waiver. I'm sure just because, you know, he's benched now. He's not going to be playing anytime soon, especially since Caleb Williams is a freshman. Um, So that seems like the most logical route. Um, But who would want him? You know, I mean, he's kind of showed off that he's not who we exactly thought he was. Um, so where does he go? How far does he fall?
0: It's a really a tough question. Um, I thought earlier today that I just wouldn't touch him in the first round. And in the second round is where you kind of run into questions where it's like, uh, you, is it worth the risk here? Do you have to wait until, you know, I think round three was where I was sitting at, but then I ran through a mock draft on one of those mock draft simulators. I got to, I think it was picked 29 on there and it was the Packers. And I just pulled the trigger because I thought it was Spencer Rattler sitting right there after all of the things that people thought about him, like just a couple of months ago. How do you pass that up? And it just feels like one of those teams that, that just snags quarterbacks, or snags good players is going to grab him and it's going to feel like a steal.
2: Eagles do stuff like that too, where they just kind of load up on quarterbacks and just it's, they basically just play a numbers game. At least one of them will pan out at some point. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Um it's it, I I think the second round would be his range today. Um, if he doesn't, if he doesn't start another game though, and he declares i just more character stuff's gonna come out um it's he, he i mean uh, look this unfortunately is what you get you're in the spotlight you're now making a bunch of money he was a very pro nil guy um he's very outspoken and you know it's active on social media and stuff and when you're like that people can't wait to just dig in once you start failing um and he's in that spot right now. So he's not very likable. Character assassination stories are going to come out left and right. I just, I guarantee that. Um, So I don't know. I don't know how far his stock could fall. And then at the same time, he could be one of those guys who once the season's over and we get into that wacky draft season, shows out at the combine, has a great pro days, working with some quarterback guru, he's saying all the right things he's cleaned up his act and all of a sudden yeah maybe end of the first does become possible so i think you've got a wide range where you know even falling into day three isn't out of the question Mm -hmm. but um late day one might still be possible he's made money on nil um kind of a a crazy test case. You know, some of the big earners were uh DJ Ugalaylee, Derek King, Sam Howell. <laughs> it's looking <laughs> horrible for all those guys <laughs> or for all the people who paid them rather. Right there um, And like you look at his curriculum, what, what great games does he have? He, he had to be benched last year in the red river rivalry. They have that great showing against Florida, but whatever, that's a blowout against some backups. Florida was already, thinking to next season kind of wins a tight one against Iowa State nice game against Kansas State this year but I mean it's all kind of fluff Uh, and honestly like he's he's he to me is Zach Wilson if Zach Wilson doesn't have that final season
2: yeah I mean the arm talent was obviously it's Mm -hmm. still there to some degree that's the it's a saving trait at this point Um, it's just I don't know. There's a lot that needs to happen. I, a lot of growing up, I think, on his end. Um, Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports actually had a really good article out um, just talking about NIL, uh, the return on investment for these companies that invest in these guys, and just how the Oklahoma uh, quarterback competition plays into it all. Um, from that, he said that Spencer Rattler has earned over $800,000 and there's two new Dodge vehicles um from NL, and now he's not even the starting quarterback um so yeah that's just a whole other part of this that makes it extremely interesting
0: yep and I, yeah he hasn't looked good there isn't a whole lot you point to i mean he's completed almost 75 percent of his passes this year and that's gotta count for something and that's a step up from what it was before but still i mean he's going to look like one of the toxic guys somebody you don't want to draft and then what the lions have the Rams first round pick. So the lions are going to be picking like the last five picks of the draft and Spencer Rattler is going to be on the board. And it just, that's just such an easy player to jump at the bait for.
1: See though, we were kind of with you with Philly and green Bay. The lions, I think are a big culture franchise right now. You know I mean? The coach. Coach is crying on the podium after going 0-5. <laughs> like, they want guys that that this stuff matters to, you know? Yeah. Like, um, they're really trying to build that culture. And say what you will, as a better, they've been a pretty good team. And I'm, I I got to give them credit for finally uh, taking advantage of DeAndre Swift, um, an old draft pod crush of mine. So I'll give them credit for that. But, yeah, man, he is going to be really interesting. And, to me, what makes him interesting is he has the sidearm stuff. He has the off-platform stuff. He has a unique ability, Zach Wilson, like, of opening his hips real quick and just spitting that thing out. The problem has been you—you reference his completion percentage. I mean, sh- shit. This—that's the thing about this offense, man. This offense is a kingmaker. Baker comes out of nowhere. Heisman, first overall pick. Kyler should have been, he was already in baseball. Like it was a done deal. He played so well that he like forced his way into being the first overall pick. Jalen, just tremendous, like has to leave Alabama and breaks out. This guy comes in and it's kind of like what's the hype? And for a second, I thought, well, maybe, you know, Lincoln Riley's just not going to be able, but then you see this Caleb Wilson, Williams, uh, you guys got to find me every time (laughs) I do that. Caleb Williams kid. And it was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what this offense can do. This offense can make up a 21 point deficit or whatever that was in the second half like this, because if you have a quarterback who's locked in and who's making the right decisions, like. The the big plays are endless. Like you, you just you stay on schedule and you just explode. And the fact that Rattler is the one guy that can't make this like high end, like one of the one of the beautiful offenses of this last half decade work is a massive, massive red flag. Well, it's crazy kind of saw though it coming
2: from. Sorry, I was just going to say from game one this year, he kind of struggled against Tulane and then Nebraska
1: and West Virginia. They put up 23 and 16 points. So, oh, this year's terrible. This year's tape is awful. Kansas State might be saving. This year's awful, though, aside from that. It is kind of crazy, though. Like,
0: yeah, the offense doesn't look like what it could. But Spencer Rattler has lost two starts ever. And they were two of his first three games. And he's, he's won, like, 15 straight since then, including, like, he definitely got bailed out in the last one. But I, what does he look like if he's the quarterback at Utah? Because I, I think that there's a good chance Utah would be competing for a Pac-12 championship. You know, what happens if it's Spencer Rattler instead of uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson at UCLA? Like, I think maybe just because he isn't, Looking like three guys who are now, I guess Jalen Hurts, you can't say he's on the path to a Pro Bowl, but he looked solid again tonight. And those other two are absolutely among the best quarterbacks. Like, sure, he hasn't looked quite like them, but he's still, he's still been good.
2: I mean, he's very talented. I I, I would be, at this point, I honestly think I'd be surprised if he declares. I think he's got to transfer and really kind of just prove it that he can be who we think he or who we at least thought he would be um, just from a recruiting standpoint and all that. Um, You know, I said, mentioned Georgia before the podcast, uh, you know, he's going to have plenty of opportunities, even if he doesn't declare to go and really uh, improve his stock and really repair it, frankly.
1: Yeah. I really wonder, Hank, I really wonder if he would have success at other programs or if in other offenses, he would show his uh, faults even more because I, I I think there is something to, he's just not keeping that thing on time the way these other quarterbacks, including a true freshman, Caleb Williams thrown in, you know, in the, the, one of the great rivalry games in college football and, uh, uh, playing him that way and it's there's something about rattler he's so good off platform and off schedule and stuff i think he almost delays the play he's always trying to just buy himself a few seconds to open a window here and there and in lincoln's offense you don't need to do that you just need to keep it on time and those big plays will will come so i don't know if he'd have that if he'd be better off in a chip kelly offense or if that would just exploit these same weaknesses and this is what NFL evaluators are really going to have to figure out. And I don't know, man, he, I mean, this is the other thing where NIL comes in. There's guys already in his ear, right? Like he's already working with an agent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So how much are those people going to say, well, we play, we played this draft season, right? We can get you late first. So why, why would you want to go to Georgia and risk it all again?
2: Right. It's very interesting. I don't know. I mean, but with all the, I mean, I keep on going back to those, I I don't know the kid, but all those maturity issues and just, it seems like he's a a person that can, uh, you know, rub these kind of old timey white dudes that run these NFL teams the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's just going to be interesting from that standpoint, who would actually be willing to willing to take the risk on him um, with all the, I don't want to say red flags, but I mean, there are issues that have popped up already.
1: Yeah, no, 100%. I think think if he knew he was going later than the top 50, he would go, he would transfer. And if he knows he's going inside the top 50, he would declare. You're not going to know that. It's all about how you play your cards right now. And if I was to place odds here i would say inside the top 50 is at least plus 200 like it's outside the top plus. 50 is the yeah that's the smart money side right now today october 14 yeah right and then now we get to watch Caleb Williams now i'm convinced that oklahoma could very well be the playoff team in the big 12 because I mean, they they get kicking like that. It's yikesies, man. You have to remember yeah, what Ugalele
0: did last year in that wow. like first couple games, wow. and now he looks like this. There is oh, something too just being unscouted and getting in there, especially in a game like that. Like you're watching that game and see the backup go in, and you're thinking, "Oh, this is one of those games where the backup does something crazy, and it becomes a game again." and I, I don't know. You, you got to see it play out a little bit more. Great point.
1: It's a great yeah,
2: point. this could be a, just like uh, Frank Reich, just his shining moment, you know, and yeah, uh, right. that could really be all.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, everyone in Colorado remembers the Montez game against Oregon, you know, like just otherworldly. Um, yeah, no, you're right. That's a great point. I will say this about Caleb Williams, though, much like DJ Ugalele, people just say he's that dude like five star top 10 at any position recruit coming out and to see the success he's also Washington DC guy huh. you know in the in the little hoops recruiting I've done you gotta love a big city cat. got a little more dog in him you know it's my kind of dudes mm. love that yeah let's uh let's take a quick break here and then we will be back on the other side we're gonna mock it up now that the broncos are back in the top 20 baby it's time to mock it up who will we select maybe we'll be starved enough for a quarterback to pull the trigger on spencer rattler um or maybe we'll try to Change the rules of a uh, NFL draft eligibility and get Caleb Williams in there. Anything, <laughs> Anything is possible. You want to stay tuned for this one.
0: Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win Bigot DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just one dollar on any NFL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets. If either team scores a point, the last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. So I'd say this is a no brainer. DraftKings customers can also get skin in the game with new same game parlays. Uh, Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. DraftKings is safe, secure and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DMVR. Bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code DMVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Also, want to give a shout out to our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, They're located in Lakewood. It's super easy to get to from Denver. It's about 15 minutes away. And it's worth it because it's a a great dentistry. It's owned by a a local family here. And they're huge Colorado sports fans. Um, And that's obviously why they advertise with us. We've had coworkers go out there. We've had listeners turn into like full-time users of that dentistry. And uh, now's the time because if you... Sign up for a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental. You will get yourself a free Sonicare toothbrush. It's a great deal. Make sure you check them out.
1: Beautiful. Since we were on the subject of DraftKings Sportsbook, right now the odds for to be the number one pick, Kayvon Thibodeau, minus 110. Rattler, still the second shortest odds at plus 350. With Sam Howell, Matt Corral, Carson Strong, Malik Willis, all under plus a thousand, and then you have Evan Neal exactly at plus a thousand. The Alabama left tackle, Derek Stingley at plus fifteen hundred, the Marvin Leal, Kyle Hamilton. I don't know, guys. It feels like, I mean, so right now on the simulator we're going to use, it's the the Jags drafting first. Could very easily be the Lions, right? Those are also the two teams that on DraftKings Sportsbook, you could place hefty bets for them to go 0-17. Also the Jets. Um, Jets are going to be right up there. Yep, but the Jets did get a dub. But um, they're, so yeah. They, they the leg up there. They do. But yeah, you're right. I just think if it's the Jags, Thibodeau, sure great value. Evan Neal, though. Yep.
0: Plus a thousand. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Those are the two guys who I'd look at, especially because I don't think any of whoever it is is going to need a quarterback. I think all of them, like Kayvon the Thibodeau is the best player. Evan Neal. I mean, they all have young quarterbacks they want tackles for.
1: And that's the conversation right. with this first pick in our mock with the Jags. Do we go Neal to protect? Um, you know, Young Trevor Lawrence, or do you just go with Kayvon Thibodeau, who, you know, it's been it's been kind of the Jadeveon Clowney final season. It's been a bit of a bummer. We haven't seen much of him, and whatever.
2: Um, I'll, I'll make it interesting. I'll say Evan Neal for this time, just because I know that that offensive line in Jacksonville is Swiss cheese at this point, and they just need talent. Uh, more than anything at that position group. So I'm going to say the tackle from Alabama would be my pick.
0: And like, he's unique enough to be a number one pick too. Oh yeah. Oh like yeah. being he's six foot seven, just massive out of Alabama being good. Like there's a real chance that he's a franchise left tackle. Like even better than that, really. I mean, he could be the, the best in the game for a stretch. And so I, I do think that it's honestly probably the wrong decision in my opinion, but you go Evan Neal here.
1: He's uh, re- a <clears throat> reminiscent a bit of um, Williams who was at the Redskins for the longest out of Oklahoma, just uh, Trent Williams, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Just a, a, like explosive hips, a beast in the run game. He, he's probably not as light on his feet, but I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about that special talent. It'd be very 2013, which is, you know, the worst draft of all time that people like to remember for an offensive tackle to go first It'd be mostly offensive tackles in the top 10. And then there'd be one edge rusher out of Oregon. Back in 2013, it was Deion Jordan. Now it's Kayvon That'd be very fitting. There would be a real um, uniqueness to that. And that brings us to the Lions at the second pick. I'll just say it now I would go Malik Willis. I think he would be a culture fit. I think, frankly, the people in Detroit would love it, and it would just give a juice to that franchise that it's been missing for a little while. Um, but Thibodeau still there, and they could use help in the secondary where you have guys like Kyle Hamilton and uh, Derek Stangley who are easy set and forget starters for many years.
2: I like the Willis pick. Um, I think he's, like you said, a culture fit, not just because um he already kind of seems like a guy that just gets it, but in terms of philosophy with dan campbell how he wants to run the ball just kind of be a tough football team um you could kind of make a you know i don't want to say baltimore too but like uh in that you know in that vein uh, with malik willis at quarterback especially with how the running backs have been playing so far this year so i'm on board with that
1: yeah I'll, I'll uh, pitch. throw great, another one. Out. Baltimore two is, a, is the best pitch. <laughs> here. Like, Holy, how can you say no to that?
0: I'm going to say my pick would be Thibodeau and I'm outvoted here, but, uh, just, just for the record, I think, I think it's a lion's pick. I think it's a great football player. I don't know that they'll be able to commit to any of these quarterbacks. We'll see how things play out, but, uh, I'm going Thibodeau, even though it doesn't matter. He he's contractually
1: obliged since he covers the Pac-12. He he just has to. So, uh, no one fa- <laughs> no one here faults you for doing your job. Man, okay, right? good job, good, good job by you. In fact, Texans at three, fellas. Millions of ways we can go here because they are a trash team. But I threw out the Thibodeau, jadavion comp. So why not at the Texans, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah, just a roster that needs talent. I think Thibodeau's best player. That's where you go.
0: Yep. I'm tempted by Hamilton. I think with those safeties that they have, if they add Mm -hmm. a guy like Hamilton, all of a sudden they have a strength on the team. Plus, I'm pretty sure Justin Reed expires after next year, so the timing, or maybe it's after this year, so they might just need one anyway. But with Thibodeau there, I I mean, it's got to be the move.
1: That could be a strength of the team. Um, You know, down the line having that pass rush that'd be good in the AFC South all right we got to the Jets at for another team who you could really go a multitude of ways you wondered you want to help Zach Wilson and I think you might not see him very high on a lot of these simulators but some of the wide receivers we've been talking up the Arkansas kid the USC kid the Penn State kid obviously the the Ohio State kids are in the mix here, um, and start to be in the mix here, or do you go on the defensive side where guys like Hamilton, Stingley, Aiden Hutchinson, incredibly appealing at this point of the draft?
0: I I would go. Oh. <laughs> I think Olave would be the pick. I'm I'm honestly really tempted to go with Mechie just because we've seen how the speed guys have been drafted the last couple of years and how they just like fly up the boards. Um, But I think it's, I think Olave would be my move.
2: I'm going to pitch Kyle Hamilton. Um, I don't think this defense really has any difference makers, especially since Jamal Adams left. Um, And I think Kyle Hamilton definitely fills those coverage roles a lot better than Jamal Adams would. Um, So he's kind of that new age, you know, could really do everything. And uh, just with, um, oh gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Head coach's name, um,
1: his way of team
2: building. Yes, solid. Thank you. I'd go with the defensive guy.
1: It'd be very interesting in that cover three where they have Marcus May, who unfortunately is injured, but I think is one of the few valuable pieces as a deep safety on that roster. To have Hamilton as kind of that versatile, um, you know, uh, Cam Chancellor type in the box move him around. Maybe you're limiting him in that role. Maybe that's a little too, but that'd be intriguing. It's been nice seeing a guy like JOK really break out after the disappointment we had with Isaiah Simmons. You know, Henry, you you pitched a a speed wide receiver. Garrett Wilson would be available.
0: Yeah, I I just think Wilson. You could convince me for sure. The difference is not big, Um,
1: but Yeah, I I could go Wilson. I could go Wilson. It just feels like we're in an offensive league and the Jets might have to just... Though the Sala angle is very interesting because defensive head coach, uh, I could see that to kind of give his identity. And I do wonder if, like, outside in, which used to always build your roster inside out, but outside in is kind of something that's been more... Mm -hmm popular especially with the seattle guys starting that maybe that is just a more valuable route um all right i gotta stick to my guns so i say garrett wilson it's a three-way tie how do we
0: decide this i'll go wilson if you you feel more strongly between the two okay
1: there you go you just gang up on jake (laughs) we gotta keep it moving people don't care about the Jets pick anyway, so it's just fine. But I do think it's going to be a <laughs> wacky draft, and we we could see just offensive guys be overdrafted, and like Malik Willis Willis second. Oh, Jesus, I'm having a hard time with names tonight. Okay, Gi- Giants, Giants at five. Do you go quarterback oh. because DJ stinks? Do Which you
0: mock draft? Are you using?
1: Do we have giants or eagles at five?
0: I have eagles. Five.
1: Oh, I'm using the draft network. Oh no. Oh, I thought we were using the other one. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, uh, I defer to you guys. Eagles then. yep. Eagles. Um,
0: I'll throw um, one out there. Go for it. I, there's two. That I'm going I'm to throw Aiden Hutchinson out there. He's a monster. Right I think that they want to be big in the trenches I don't. I think there's kind of a gap in the tackles, which would be tempting. Again, a young quarterback, but but I'm going Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher from Michigan. I we should be more specific with these guys. Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, I think it's either um, quarterback here, but with Malik Willis off the board, I think defense is the call. Um, I'm going to pitch Hamilton or Stingley here. I think the secondary has just been this team's Achilles heel uh, for a while. Although edge rusher would kind of you know boost that secondary a bit. Um, I think they just really struggled at corner for so long and seeing Derek Stingley there, that could be, you know, a decent
1: fit. They've invested a lot in that secondary. Um, and I agree. They, they honestly need an upgrade, but I, I don't know that they think so. And I just love Aiden Hutchinson. Frank, I think that's a dude who in New York could blow up, like become a media superstar in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If he plays like the third Bosa brother, which I've been saying for years. So and not that it matters, but I think that would have been a great pick for the Giants at five as well. So who do we have at seven, friends? Wait, it's at six.
0: Oh, at six, at six. Okay, at six. Yeah. And fine. so wait, oh, wait. That was the pick for the Eagles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just making sure we're on the same page. Still. Oh boy. Um, gotta... <laughs> Colts
1: at six. Colts. oh wow (laughs) that's where i think kyle hamilton could
0: be a lot of fun that defense is already so good if you throw kyle hamilton in there just to do whatever you need him to do that's where i'm going
2: is this the pick that would be it's conditional upon how many game or how much percentage of snaps carson wentz plays
1: that's what it is. In this mock, oh. that pick goes to the Eagles. Yes. Is that what's going what on? Okay. To. Yes, oh. yes, yes, yes. So this could be Colts
0: or back to back Eagles. The Eagles are gonna have like three in the top ten.
1: It's gonna be incredible. Yes. In the top 15 at least. Um Yeah. The the Colts can't. If they're looking, if they're staring down at a top ten pick, they cannot keep playing Carson Wentz. Oh yeah, easily. No,
2: you throw Easton in there and you play the tank game.
1: Ha- have to. What yeah. a horrible situation to be in.
0: So, so what, we can go either way. Should we call this the Colts pick or the Eagles pick? What do we think happens?
2: Um, I'm gonna. I mean, they're what they're one in four right now. I'm gonna say, oh man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is probably gonna be an Eagles pick. I think honestly. Uh, the problem is Frank Reich is going to push hard to keep developing Carson.
0: Yeah, if um, gone this far,
1: you can't stop now. And if he plays well, them, then they get they have to get rid of the pick. Well, what sucks is at this pick, even if it was this pick, who's the quarterback you would select? Exactly, I don't think they're worth it. Uh. You finally have a top ten pick. Who's the quarterback you would have select?
0: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not wasting one on here. I think this is going to be like three quarterbacks in the first round.
1: After all that praise they received for drafting a guard ahead of Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. (laughs) Look at where you are now. (laughs) Look at where you are now. By the way, Quint Nelson's replacement has been extraordinary, extraordinary. (laughs) So take that Kenyon Green. For what you will, yes. Good job. Good job by you, Henry. I can't even pronounce the name. Look at look at that poll. Yeah. Oh, Kenyon Green is the pick you're suggesting? They're not
0: for real. For real, I'm still going Kyle Hamilton. To the Colts. Yeah.
2: I, I'd say Kyle Hamilton Stingley either do it. way. I Let's think both yeah. teams are just bad in the secondary. So
0: keep Kyle <laughs>
1: Hamilton in Indiana. Um, oh yeah. yeah. Who's drafting on seven, friends? The Giants are, Dre. <laughs> okay. They are going to be bummed that Aiden Hutchinson is off the board and that <laughs> there are no adequate quarterbacks, if you ask me. But They're not. I think some of these big-bodied wide receivers to pair with Kadarius Toney, Evan Ingram, Saquon, Sterling Shepard would be very intriguing. So, Burks, London, Cannot go wrong for the g men
2: How about Kadarius Tony though, man? Yeesh, great, um, great with Glennon, man. With Glennon, I know. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Um, you still have Drake Jackson on the board though. Would you consider
1: that? Um, even though Hutchinson isn't there. Sure, and I don't think we need to, um, you know. Mijay Sanders, Adam Anderson, the the kid out of Purdue whose name I certainly can't handle. Carl, Carl Who might be more interesting <laughs> as a five tech, frankly. And uh, Leo. do not underestimate Leo. We've been in an interior defensive lineman drought. I don't know if you've heard this, people, but we've been in an interior defensive lineman drought the last couple of years. So guys like that are going to fly off the board. Are they too heavy, though, those dudes, to be paired with Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams? And so you've got to go lighter, as That's you That's a suggested. good point. Mm. <sighs> um, I, I'm a Drake London guy. I'll just say that. Drake London for I'll, me. But uh, all USC debate is fun. I'll
0: go Stingley. I think this is kind of where if he's looking you in the face, You Uh, just got to pull the trigger. I mean, it's kind of a Pat Sertan situation from last year and what they're starting James Bradbury got Josh Jackson, Darnay Holmes. They there's plenty of room to add to that secondary.
2: Yeah. I'm also signed a Dory Jackson too. So they've kind of invested in secondary. I think I I do kind of like that point though, Hank. I mean, you've got like a blue chip type player staring you in the face here Shoot, London might be a blue chip player too when you know we're in April here at this point. Um, but I'm just gonna go with Stingley.
1: You're right, you're right. I'm fair point, good point, Henry. Um, boy, I'm ready to see the Falcons pick will be okay. We gotta do these next two picks quick before our final break, and then we do 10 through 18, Broncos at 18. (laughs) or who knows hopefully guys hopefully cuz you'll have really screwed this game if the Broncos are at 18 on boy this is great entertainment uh pick number 8 pick number 8 lay it on me the falcons the falcons, falcons. Um, <laughs> boy they need defensive help and they could use a quarterback if you ask me tough spot yeah. to be in on the quarterback side
2: tough spot to be here for the edge too i mean you kind of have drake jackson looking you in the face mm-hmm. um you don't really have much on the defensive line too if you're the falcons you do have grady jarrett still um but that's really it man i mean they drafted uh ogen De- from notre dame um they got a guy marlon davidson too but not much really coming from them i think drake jackson at this point is just too good to pass up
1: yeah, yeah you'd yep. me on
0: that I'm into. Beautiful. I was considering Leal, but yeah. it's. I think it's Drake Jackson.
1: Pick number nine, my friends. The Patriots. Ooh. These these mocks could not be more different. The Patriots. <laughs> uh, okay. Big body wide receiver. I know. Olave. I was so thinking who Drake. Who could go wrong with Olave? Or a freak like Burks, who you can move around the slot and do whatever with. Yeah, real, hmm. it's a real Neapolitan a ice cream choice. Too. Drake London, <laughs> Drake London. Just, I think I mean, I'm gonna go with, uh,
0: with Mac Jones throwing him the ball too. Like, he'll put balls up to him. I think he, yeah, they fit yeah. together well. Yeah, I mean, we, we raved about Mac Jones' ability
2: to throw the deep ball all last year, um, and through the pre draft. I say get him a deep threat. So get him Garrett Wilson or Drake London. I'm gonna say London, though.
0: And and it's not like Drake London doesn't have like the short route skills either. Like right. what he had he had sixteen catches last week. He's he's been in double digit catches four of six games. So yeah, I think I think he's a great fit for that offense. I'm going Drake London.
1: Olave probably feels more patrioty. London is the dude that's gonna demand a top ten pick though. That, yeah, I think the difference in this mock, you know,
2: if Brady's still quarterback, though, I think someone like Olave where it's like mm-hmm. right. more uh, centered around route running and separation would be the pick for sure.
1: And uh there you go. Nine picks in. Stay tuned because we've got the Broncos. Who knows how what's left?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh I. I, yes. I, I didn't yes. realize I was getting myself yes. into an acting ad. Yes, yes acting <laughs> Oh no, guys. <laughs> Ow. Shit. Oh, it's a bloodbath no. in here. Oh, <laughs> There's got to be a better way to get my dagger clean and shiny safely than this. This is what I used to deal with when I cut myself before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping my dagger slick and ready for whatever or wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code or It's time to end the days of shaving your balls, ending up looking like a horror movie. The folks at Manscaped have the perfect package, perfect package for your package to get this done. The below the waist, <laughs> I'm still remembering the screaming. Oh, this isn't great. You guys know it's in the Manscaped Perfect package. You talked about a bunch yes. the lawnmower, the nose and ear hair trimmer, um the liquid formulations, the crop preserver. It's all great stuff. Use the code DMVR to get 20% off and of free shipping. Is there anything else? Nope, nothing like crude in here look- that I need to get before uh, we leave. <laughs> No, no. What an ad? It was the most
2: incredibly timed that <laughs> Manscaped ad oh. of all? The- <laughs> <laughs> it
0: incredible. just says ah ow omg then <laughs> a bunch of like the symbols
1: and says whatever like comes to mind. Comic. <laughs> I hope Justin's having an enjoyable evening and it was worth <laughs> missing out on the laughs, <laughs> that we are having. Whew,
0: that was um, a rough one. Um number 10 though, Dre, the Eagles again. <laughs>
1: holy cow go birds man all right they who'd they select the first time
0: aiden Aiden hutchinson Hutchinson.
1: all right boy that's a great pick it is they've got speed at wide receiver demarvin leal or corner corner is kind of what they passed on last year and what they need to make up for this year or does matt corral play himself
2: into this range here
0: I think it's I think they're going with Jalen Hurts. You think so? I do. You get you get oh, your man. vote though.
2: So who who am I choosing between? Who was the other guy? Sorry, who did Dre say?
1: Uh Leal. No, I just threw out I just oh. threw out like corner, like corner might be a consideration. Man. You say Corella, I'd almost say Ritter. Ooh, that's interesting. If there's a quarterback that could go in this range. Um
0: I well, Gardner. I mean,
1: yeah, a yeah, lot that Gardner or, would be my cornerback. For
2: Layal, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox is trying, kind of getting up there in age yep. also. And yep. um, well, I don't, don't want to say really tomorrow even Leal is going to be like a future all-pro or anything, but if you want a nice prospect to kind of fill that void, he'd be it
1: they do feel like an inside out kind of franchise. And I know they love that rookie second round defensive tackle that I hated. Um, he's been playing great. So shots to me. Um, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to say Leo would be Gardner. Hank. Yeah. Or you haven't given him. Uh, I'd go Gardner. leo's a good pick too, though. Yeah. Yeah. We're going low. We're going low. I like it. All right. I like it though. Number eleven, Miami. Oh man, man, oh 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 man. Talked about passing on Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson for Quentin Nelson. Passing on Tua for Herbert, mistake all of us would have made, right? Um, that looks. Yeah. Right uh, Feel really so dumb about it. Hell yeah. So I don't, there's no making up for that. No, nope, not in this draft. And they've had all these picks. I mean, what, what what's the fix here? What's the fix? Because they've taken a year back here. I'm, I'm really not sure.
2: Um, that's a great question. I mean, I think if you're not going quarterback, you'd look defensively, but even then they've already kind of stockpiled every kind of level of that defense. Um, I don't know. Do you think they'd believe in two enough to maybe go get another receiver?
1: right just stockpile on wide outs go get a a to kind of compliment waddle
2: mm-hmm.
1: something like mm-hmm. that or just or go after like kenyon green
0: and see if you can get some sort of running game going a little more protection do,
1: yeah, yeah. Do, you need help along the offensive line charles cross should also be a high
0: consideration um well, so they have it. Receiver: Devonte Parker, Mac Hollins, Albert Wilson, Jalen Waddle, uh, Preston Will Williams. Yeah, Will Fuller's there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I hate that this website doesn't have people. But yeah, uh, I I don't
2: I don't think I can see wide receiver. I just don't see them making that pick there. I think that's kind of.
1: Yep. Not reaching, yeah. but a bit unnecessary. So, so maybe you're right. Maybe it's an offensive lineman with a little versatility to be moved inside, like a Kenyon Green or even a Darien Kennard.
2: Yep. There. I'm going green. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see a tackle really worth taking, I think, in this range. I'd probably, yeah, just go, I'd stick with Kenyon Green,
0: I guess. Yeah. 12. Jets, who already have Garrett Wilson. Wow.
1: Well that's great um here's where you could add to that secondary i mean Uh kair elam andrew booth ahmad gardner you know you've got the outside of um hamilton still have the the rest of the safety class left not a bad spot there i go ahmad gardner here he fits that salah cover three right he's got more length it's physical, he can be outside. Okay. And I'm we've also
2: look. seen an corner. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Gardner. I'm just gonna say that we've also seen some of those Clemson guys kind of fit into that cover three scheme too yeah. with AJ Terrell in Atlanta.
1: Yep, Booth Jr. definitely. 13
0: Washington. Wow. <clears throat> I think they roll with Heineke. Let's go. I'm I'm aboard the hype train. He's good. I mean, this is
1: it's a franchise that ran with Kirk Cousins.
0: He can play, man.
1: Heineken he can play. He really can. And yeah. I think it's going to be an NFL offseason where more so than the draft, the, there'll be a lot of kind of middling quarterbacks moving hands, you know. We'll see what happens mm-hmm. with Aaron Rodgers and Teddy uh, Deshaun Watson, obviously. Yeah. And then I think there'll be some other kind of minor shoes to drop and teams trying to fill those gaps. And I don't know what Heineken's contract situation is, but if he's any, Was he a rookie last to... year or year before?
2: It was, it had to be last year, the year before. I mean, he was, I know he was Old Dominion and uh, I think he was part of that team that
1: upset Virginia Tech. Okay. And, you know, that um, offense isn't the problem. Uh, the O line, I think, certainly could be upgraded, but you, you got to like what they have going with that young playmaking group with Antonio Gibson, Scary Terry, Logan Thomas. Everyone's kind of, you know, the Browns in that mix. Everyone's kind of. uh so
2: shy, that was a playoff. The Pentagon the, the league so. in 2015.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, That's tough to for
1: next year, though. So. Okay. Yes. okay. I still so think they I, roll with him. Um, I think you're looking at the secondary here. Though.
0: Yeah. I, I, I would look first at the offensive line. I just don't think there's anybody worth oh, taking Charles here.
1: Charles Cross, the Mississippi State. Uh, yeah. Left tackle. He's good. Really, uh, he's doing the the
0: good. fact that he comes from the air raid is a little bit scary. Just sure. hasn't really run blocked at all. And I think that yeah. with Antonio Gibson there, you probably want to bang and go downhill. But
2: I like the pick of corner here. I think that um, this secondary is really underperforming, especially with that front. Um, they should, you know, they should their job should be made really easy and they're getting burnt all the time. Um, I haven't seen too much of Elam. I'm a big fan of Booth Jr., though. I'd probably say him from Clemson.
1: I'm fine with either. Um, Ron Rivera, you're thinking more instincts and aggressive on the ball maybe elam is the slightly better fit but i'm i really have no no issue with either i'm i'm good with uh andrew booth jr It's and this is where we should start seeing the run on corner it's a pretty good yeah. corner class we haven't talked yeah. about him a ton mm-hmm. um but yeah it's a pretty good corner class and i mean it's definitely one of those positions that the nfl values highly so this is where you should see that run. 14, man, lay it on me. Did we take Elam? Yeah. Okay. No, Booth. Booth. Jr. Booth.
0: Oh well. Uh, oh well. Um, the Vikings at 14. Okay.
1: The Vikings. Yeah. What are we thinking? I mean, the defense has to be reshaped here. Yeah. It seems like the offense finally has some some things going though. Does Carlathis do? there?
2: I think this team's another candidate for corner, though. Um, Sure. They brought in Patrick Peterson. um, Kind of – he's not the guy he used to be, right? He's still okay, but it's kind of like a stopgap at your cornerback one there. Um, Maybe draft someone, you know, Elam under that. And with Zimmer in that system, I think it's a pretty
1: good fit, so. Yeah, yeah. Zimmer's uh, literally addicted to drafting cornerbacks, so yeah. Yeah. I I would not disagree with that. And then Henry, they're just back to back picks. So you're not even confused by.
0: I know it's perfect. It does work well. I'd throw Trent McDuffie in there too, just because he's, I like the idea of a little slot guy. He's a little undersized, but just
1: will test really well and picks off a bunch of passes. And I wonder if that's Byron Murphy been, huh? Speaking of little little guys out of Washington, man. He's phenomenal for that card's defense. That card's defense, Vance Joseph has them. Huh, yep. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. I'm re- I'm so ready for this pick. The Steelers. All right. All right. Okay. I think now we've the level of desperation at quarter at quarterback is enough. I do, to take you, a dip. I know. I, I do.
0: T- <laughs> I think so too. I did. To. There's no way he doesn't retire, right?
1: He's got to retire if I'm the Steelers, I don't care. I've seen enough. (laughs) Under under my roof, you are retired. You know, it's one of those, (laughs) like he's turned 18, whether you want to get out the house or not and get a job, I don't care, but you are no longer uh, mooching off of me. That, that (laughs) would be my approach with big Ben at this point. And um, I just got a feeling the NFL is going to, going to really like themselves some Desmond Ritter and um, yeah. I think I think he's played well. I think he's you know, he's when the, the windows have gotten tighter and he's had to be a little quicker as a decision maker, he's doing that. We've talked about him a lot and you know, what what's the comp? What are the bonus traits? He fits the parcell's rules. All things equal, he's probably just a second or third round talent, but whatever, you know. All things equal, Dak was a second or third round talent. Doesn't mean
2: yeah, I like Ritter in this spot. I think it has to be someone like Ritter, Howell, or Carson Strong because that's really who Pittsburgh is shown to draft as like their type at quarterback, these big bodied, kind of big arm type of dudes. Um, I do like Ritter in that spot, though. I think that's kind of it, it opens them up and makes Pittsburgh a lot more interesting if you had a quarterback that has a, a running element and not just a statue element that Ben brings.
0: Yeah. I'm. This I know. This is a hot take. Yeah. I I really think there's a real chance they're just gonna run it back one more time. I think that they could be really? decent down the stretch, mostly because I just I don't know that Roethlisberger's actually done. So I'm gonna throw Linderbaum out there. They try to build things up in wow. front of him, give it one more run. But yeah, you guys have the quarterback,
1: so you win. So my vote doesn't matter. I think they're more likely to go after like a Fitzpatrick to try and kind of have a bridge quarterback for a year or two than they are running it back with Ben. That, the I roster's mean. solid. He did enough against the Broncos. Who, they were 10-0. and 0, like, I don't know. He couldn't turn around. I, I think he's horrible, but whatever. We'll see.
2: He's only getting older, though. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, it's, it's I don't know. It may not get much worse, but it's definitely not getting much better from here on out. Yeah, When's I think it's the wrong
0: decision, but they're going to say yeah. 260 yards a game,
1: 63%. Are we going Twitter, then? Yeah. Okay.
2: 16.
1: W- when is the Broncos pick? 20. Okay. 16 okay. is the Chiefs. Fine. Uh, absurd that the. W- what are we doing? The Chiefs are drafting in the mock. I mean, <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, we can hope. They haven't been that good so far. They haven't been great. Um, let's fix them. <laughs> I, I'd add Leal, an absolute steal at this point. Jordan Davis, an absolute steal at this point. And, uh, you know, they, they really need to find the, the air to Sammy Watkins. Yep, that I think it's Olave. On and Olave would be a phenomenal play. Yep. Uh,
2: okay. I mean, I'm outnumbered here, but I'm just going to say, I think this team has really suffered without a pass rush this year. And you have Carl Laftis and Maje Sanders sitting there also. Yeah. That's um, great. Mm-hmm. But,
1: uh, they keep dropping yeah. balls and <laughs> you have Patrick Mahomes. I guess um, we'll go, get I guess Nicole we'll Hartman go out of, of, of here. I mean, they can't help themselves. So Yeah. yeah.
2: True. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Bengals what about something like Berkson? Alex would be very intriguing. I yep. don't know if he's the like technician wide receiver they need on the outside. the The problem is if he if he, part of his appeal is we can move him around and have him operate in the slot. Well, we're already flexing out Kelsey. We're putting Nicole in motion. We've got Tyreek. We need to move around. Where's he fit in? You know. I think you know. that that True. I would bet on them figuring it out. I'm still going to lobby.
0: More creative pieces, I think they'd be out. fine. I mean, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 17s of Bengals.
1: Mm. Bengals here. Oh, uh, line. Cross. Can't go wrong. Lindenbaum. Uh, Linenbaum. Uh, and, uh, or my guy from Kentucky. Really can't go wrong with any of the three. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think interior is more the issue here. Um, I, don't, I haven't watched Jonah Williams too closely. I'm assuming he's doing okay. I haven't heard that he's horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Riley Reef at right tackle, who's just kind of a journeyman right tackle. Sure. So there's there could be upgrades at the tackle position, but I think you just kind of take the best offensive lineman here, um, and you got the best interior guy in the game right now in
1: Linderbaum. Yep, I like it. I think if Kennard were switched inside, that'd be a conversation as well, but I like it. It's a good culture fit. Henry wanted him at the Steelers. I'll I'll keep him in the AFC North. He definitely feels like he belongs there. 18 is the Saints. Mm, This is where a quarterback conversation could be interesting. This could definitely be a Rattler team. Yeah. That would be... Sean Payton with Rattler. You could totally see it. I'd wait in the second, then pull the trigger in the top 20. But still... Um, what are the other needs here on that we're looking out for this? um, I would say a pass catcher.
2: Um, I don't know if Burke's necessarily the guy for the reasons that we right. talked about previously. Right. Um, but also this team hasn't really had anything at tight end since Jimmy Graham was there. And it's been like six, seven, five years. It's been forever. And you've got Jalen Watermeyer and Trey McBride on the board.
1: can't go wrong with either tempting. right there
2: that is tempting. Uh, I, I
1: go i go mcbride i i think that's a great call mcbride uh, would be
0: fun yeah i, I i'd vote weidermeyer but if you guys like mcbride i'm
1: good with it beautiful who we got 19 broncos pick eve tennessee nice um yeah, here you have to go defense and to have uh, George K out of Purdue still around is a yep. semi-miracle. Yeah, uh, I, I like that. I don't think you can go wrong. Obviously, there's some intriguing defensive linemen still available, but yeah, can't go wrong there.
0: And we get to the Broncos. 20. The Broncos. And what's the biggest need here, fellas? What's Probably that? quarterback.
1: Quarterback. I don't know that I pulled the trigger on these guys, though. Right. Willis, Ritter, already off the board. Howell, Corral, still there. Um, Corral, probably the more intriguing one at this juncture. I think so.
0: The one read thing is scary. Coming out of that yeah. offense is
1: scary. He, more than Ritter, feels like, eh, okay, on day two, Sure. Um, yeah but huh. to me the biggest need is right tackle that mm-hmm. just keeps being a massive issue um even when they were playing with backup guards it was the, the right tackle that was probably more of an issue than anything Kennard could fit there um the kentucky guy my guy mm-hmm. cross could be an option um you're gonna have trevor penning the northern iowa g- uh, guy who might not be able to contribute right away um but you know with some grooming it'd be back-to-back non-division one guys the two Ohio state guys um the massive dude out of minnesota who scares me and Zion Nelson out of Miami, who I'm not a huge fan of. So you've got some depth, and that includes uh, Charles Cross. So I really think it'd be between the two SEC guys, Charles Cross or Kennard, um, with me siding with my guy, Kennard. Yeah, I think, I, mean, I,
2: actually, yeah should... I think that's the true. Tr- go ahead, Hank.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, that's probably the move. Going after a pass rusher, though, is kind of tempting sure. like Nick Benito at this point. Cause you don't know what you have in Chubb Vaughn is back on some deal. Assuming Vaughn's even back. Otherwise you're just playing Malik Reed and you have no depth there. Mm-hmm. So I'd be tempted there, but yeah, you've probably got to go right tackle DeMarvion Overshown like a cover linebacker. Yeah. Uh, we.
2: I mean, we took Christian Harris last time. I think we did this. Um, he's there again. My Jay Sanders is there. Yeah. Um, ultimately, what I think it comes out, there's just not a quarterback here I'd feel comfortable taking. And I yeah. think Dre's what Dre sold me on the tackle just because it's been another team five, six, seven years at the same position for the Broncos at right tackle. Just fix it, man.
1: Got to fix it. It just hasn't yep. happened in free agent. Draft the guy, develop him, and let's go. And Kennard's kind of the best fit for that role. And I think if you patched up that, m- maybe you can compete under this iteration. I don't know.
0: If you were to take a quarterback, who would you take? Corral, Howell, Rattler, Strong, Pickett, Slovis.
1: My short uh. list would be Corral, Rattler strong um, probably with Rattler winning out against Corral in some odd way I know I was thinking the same thing like he has the special sauce I've talked yep. about this he has the bonus traits Corral's lacking those bonus traits
0: I agree if you were to take a quarterback here I'd go Rattler honestly
1: though dude I think I'd go strong Okay. strong wins out just like by default if nothing else clean yeah, I mean,
2: there's just so much left in the air at this point you got to figure out what's going on with the receivers too If yeah. uh yeah. Cortland and if patrick are coming back um yeah i don't know I just, I just i don't think i'm brave enough at this point to take rattler maybe a couple months ago i would have been um so I, i'm just I, i'm not excited i'm strong at this point either man, i mean <laughs> i guess know, I'd lean i lean towards know. him but uh yeah who, who are we taking
1: then are we taking the tackle Canard. Well, at least that's fixed up. It's a bad dude. That's a good fit. That's a good fit. You could do a lot worse. And honestly, there's a ton of talent still left on the board, especially at the defensive line. Jordan Davis Mm -hmm. could kind of be like that stud nose tackle to really take that front to the other level. And honestly, looking back, kind of sucks that Tennessee snatches Carlaef this right before this pick because he would have been very
0: intrigued. Who knows? Maybe Linderbaum too. Depending on what happens with Lloyd Cushionberry the rest of the way. They they might be trying to add there. I yeah, there's Um, a lot of options.
2: I mean we I think we kind of we talked about it enough throughout this process that the strength I guess at the quarterback position at this point is just going to be in like the second third round. 100%. 100%. Like, if, if yeah. you really want a guy at this point and you've got, I don't know, there's six, seven dudes looking at right now that I'm at least intrigued by. Yeah. Um, and they'll so be there in they, that they range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah.
0: If you pull the trigger on Matt Corral or Sam Howell or whoever right there, I mean, what it's been like twice in the last decade, maybe even less than that, that a team has gone... Less than three years without drafting another first-round quarterback. There's always at least two years in between, except for the the Cardinals that one time. Sure. So if Mm -hmm. you draft Matt Corral in 2022 and he's kind of lame, like it seems like he might be, well, you're not drafting one 2023. You're not drafting one 2024. 2025 Mm -hmm. is when you get to spin the wheel again and see if you find somebody. So unless you really like him, don't don't
1: just do something dumb. You know you know who will be the top guy on my board in 2025? <laughs> Is that Arch Manning? Am I? That might be Arch <laughs> Manning, actually. Yeah, I think yep. 24 would be Caleb Williams. So there you go. <laughs> There's always, always a time for to draft a quarterback. But yeah, you're right. This just isn't the year to pull the trigger, as we've said, for all of these teams. And we ended up only doing that with Detroit and Pittsburgh. Who knows how the second half of the season goes though. Oh yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it's why we do this it. every week because yep. there are going to be some revolutionary changes to this draft class. We already saw it last week with Rattler who knows what's in store for us next week. So yeah, thank you fellas for doing it. Always a pleasure. We of the draft pod will be back um, next one. And yeah, go Broncos.